Hey guys, welcome back to Trainers Lab. I'm Blake, and Trainers Lab is really about dissecting the elements of accelerated remote coaching careers. And I'm here with Mizba, and we're here to really just kind of talk shop and make sure that we're providing good content for you guys to grow your remote coaching careers. Um, today, we're really going to focus on how do we utilize questions for sales. In other words, you get a DM person coming in or a lead and someone's inquiring on some content. How do you not just throw your service at them, but actually use questions and follow up with that to really figure out if how your service kind of fits them? So there's all kinds of things to unpack in there. I'm going to unload this to to Mizba and let him share some maybe some stories of things that have worked for him in the past. And then um, and then I'll, I'll try to like time in some things that have worked for me, too. So, Ms., you got any stories for us today? Before we even dive into stories, one thing I think that would be encouraging um, to highlight in our episode today is you don't have to have people asking you about your service just yet to deploy these questions. You can actually use these questions to mm, work your game when you're talking to strangers, right? Because um, let's face it, it's a really uncomfortable part of business in general, having to like talk to strangers, especially if you're a little more introverted like me. Um, but it's a necessary part of it. And there's ways that are a little bit more organic. And there's ways that feel a little bit more forced, like you're at a BNI meeting and everybody standing up and giving their 30 second pitch you know uh so how do you make um an inquiry that everybody's thinking right how much is this how much does it cost what you're selling me right and what is it that you're actually going to do for me there's a lot less patience that i have i think you have blake like we were just discussing some of the pitches we get because we get a lot too, and what makes some of them mm-hmm. attractive and what makes some of them get archived right away. Um, we're going to discuss some of those elements. So you can, you know, questions are a key here because questions really help you um, uh, maybe disarm the person, especially if they don't know you. It invites them yeah. to give you an answer if mm-hmm. they're actually interested. Um, it's low pressure. It's you're being curious, you're not pushing anything on them just yet. And it allows you to have this little dance that's actually necessary in the, let's say, DM world, not even just on Instagram, but like in our culture of short messaging back and forth. Um, Yes, we want you to get this person on the call because that's where like you know, you, they're not judging you off of eight to 10 words and 20 words at a time, but how do we master that first part, which is just in the DMs or email or any messenger service that you're in? Like, how do you even get them interested enough in you to hop on a call? So I think that's mm-hmm. a core part of the problem before that next stage. Um, what do you think about that? Uh, have you been in situations, Blake, um, as a newer coach where let's just say people haven't even hit you up yet? Um who who know you but a stranger that you either reached out to or uh, maybe a stranger found you through a piece of content what's been your experience with having to facilitate short dms before a call sure yeah i would say the goal is to get them on the phone right we talked about that prior to like even going live on this podcast that the goal is to get someone on the phone because i think if you can get them on the phone 
you're looking at a, a 90% success rate of sales in my experience. Um, cause you know, if they're willing to take that action step and you can win them over much more in a phone call personally than you can typing away. But you, you know, back to your, your kind of question was content really is going to lead people to you. There's no, no other way about that. You can go out and do some, some finding some people. The reason you do questions though for sales is really because you're doing an investigation for the person. They are already a potential client because there's a problem there. And what you're doing through this tactic of sales is allowing them to discover their own problem. And then you're going to follow up when that problem is obvious enough to them through the questions, how your service provides that answer. That's simply all you're doing. So it's a very genuine way of doing it because you're really not sure quite how the puzzle fits. You're confident in what your service is, but you're asking enough right questions that right when you know how your service becomes the right puzzle fit for their problem, that's your greatest sales tactic right there because it's genuine, it's honest, and it's going to be the most helpful. So what you're really looking for at that moment is how do I ask the right questions quickly that are inviting, that aren't so long-winded, right? That's where a lot of mistakes are made. They're just too long or you're asking for like intake form already signed up kind of questions versus what you should yeah. be asking is quick yes or no questions. Lots of uh, I care about you. Let me know a little bit more inviting them into you type of questions. So great examples. Uh, someone says, oh, I see you do a lot of food prep because you're posting your food prep on the uh, on your uh, you know, Instagram or social media, whatever platform. And you're like, yeah, are you struggling with nutrition? I've always found it to be a little bit hard myself. What are some of the things that you struggle with the most? Get a little bit more specific like that, right? What are you struggling with the most? Because nutrition can just go. And what you're trying to do is trying to get narrow. So I find that like the more narrow the question and simple, the more likely they'll respond. And the more responses you get, the more likely you're going to get them on the phone with you. That's my experience. What would you say, Ms? Well, let's even break down what you, that sentence that you said, which is, what do you struggle with? If mm -hmm. you just said that, you are going to get a different type of response or maybe even no response than if you followed up with that next sentence, which is, I personally myself have struggled with it a ton. Mm -hmm. Here's some, you know, and you insert your struggle and your problem into it because as a stranger, you have to think about it. If you were asked the same type of question, would you, I'm not telling this person my problems. Like I, I don't yeah. know you yet, but there's something when you offer like, oh, okay, like this was hard for you too at some point, you're a little more human to me where it's mm -hmm. not just maybe an automated bot that's trying to sell me your program. So um, I think that question is a, a great way of doing it. Keeping it narrow is a great way of doing it. And like you said, you're helping the, um, you're helping the person that you're talking to discover their own problem because a lot of times they're not even clear enough on it yet. There are things that you know, you know the solution and how you're going to maybe solve that problem, but you do need some clarity and you don't want to waste questions, especially in the DMs on 
stuff that you can figure out later or that don't help you evaluate if one, this is a good person for you to work with and two, what's going to be the rate or the package that you're actually going to charge them? Um, what's the deal going to actually look like? That's what you're trying to get um, when you're speaking with somebody in these questions, um, especially if they're already interested. Mm -hmm. To backtrack, the way we make sure that anybody who interacts with your stuff is basically somewhat interested is by making sure every piece of content you put out, every story you put out, the messaging that you have, all of that structural stuff leads to people coming in who are aligned with that yeah. problem. They're all mm -hmm. aligned. Like on this podcast, we deal with people who want to you know, become online coaches or are trying that currently and having issues with that. That's a problem, right? Mm -hmm. And so we are trying to um, really make sure that anybody who even clicks and views our story wouldn't be doing so if they didn't have a little tiny bit of that problem maybe present in their life. And so that's a good job of filtering something down to where, okay, it gives you the invitation now maybe to be like, Oh, like I see you've been, you know, uh, like following along right. for, um, a little bit now, like, and then you have something to go off of, right. Or it even gives them some comfortability to, uh, like you said, respond and say something about food prep. It's really like an opener or an icebreaker. Your content is the opener or icebreaker. And then really it's like, instead of you awkwardly having to be like, Hey, my name is Blake and I do this. You don't have to do that. You start with some cool, like conversation about a piece of your content that's relevant and you can both connect on. Even if it's a piece of music or mm -hmm. a meme, you could have put up a meme that's been going around that everybody's sharing right? Like I'm terrible with this, but my fiance is awesome where it's like, oh, she's up to date with all the latest yeah. stuff. And it's like, if you put that up and everybody else's, it's like, it makes somebody laugh. It makes somebody go, okay, this person has a sense of humor. There's some truth in a lot of those memes where, you know, um, don't, don't go crazy. Don't get political with it and whatnot, but like put out stuff that's relevant to as a being, let's say a fitness coach, stuff that's making fun of being at the gym, making fun of food prep, uh, things like that. And now you have an invite into a conversation. Mm. Another soft way of doing this before even saying anything, because I think like we can get nervous at the thought of like the DM. So a way of inviting people in, and I discounted this method. Um, I was told this a lot and I was like, ah, I don't know, I'll get to it. But it's doing polls on your stories. So the Instagram stories will always get way more engagement than a lot of your grid and stuff that's going on there and consistent people who will be checking back in. You can hmm. see who's also kind of engaging with it. And if you are even asking questions, right? Like survey styled questions um, to just kind of uh, figure out like surveying, like if you're an online coach, you're like, do you do your own meal prep weekly? Yes, no, mm. and then the third option is, I wish I did. Okay, so now yeah. what happens when somebody selects yes? The people who select yes have it figured out, all right? Those people are like, all right, you're, you're probably good. People who selected no, those are the ones with a problem, 
right? And then maybe the people who selected I wish that I did, those are the people with a problem who are hot and ready to roll maybe because they're like, ah, I'm ready to do something about it. So you see how we set up the question and the built-in thing to just make somebody tap, not even actually say a word, but literally tap a yes, no, A, B, C. Make and it that easy. gives you enough information to further the conversation. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that way, that's the easiest way to not awkwardly have to pitch yourself in a totally cold way is start off with a survey styled question that actually gives mm -hmm. you good intel into to what you're trying to find now. Because um, as a coach, you should be able to deduct from, let's say, asking that question, you know, do you do meal prep weekly? Or here's a better one. How many like, how many meals per week do you uh, uh, cook at home, right? Yeah. And you do a zero to seven, seven to 14, 14 to 21. Okay, let's break that down though. What, what does, when somebody hits the answer zero to seven, who is in that category, right? Somebody maybe who needs, like wants some assistance or is maybe also trying to figure it out. Somebody who's in the seven to 14, okay, maybe they've got to figure it out, 14 to 21, they're good, they're rocking, that part is maybe solved. But the people with a problem we're targeting with whichever, you know, that, that answer, we have one answer that if somebody selects, we can see four people selected the answer to this question. Let's follow up with these four people. Let's ask them more about it. So this is where the question comes into play, where we're not even selling anything yet. Um, I think I, a good rule of thumb is don't make an offer to anybody giving your pricing, giving how much, what your packages are, what you offer until you get enough information on what their project consists of. What do they even want from you? Is it something you can deliver on? And then you can kind of cater your, you know, packages to that. Um, nice. So it's, it's a safe play because the more you can ask questions, the more you'll get good answers. And the more mm. you'll discover that like, I'll give you an example, like somebody comes to me with wanting, let's say five clips, right? They're like, I want five clips from this thing. How much do you charge, right? That's a quick uh, way that somebody might start it off. If I just said, here are my rate, like here's how much I charge, I might really lowball myself because what if this is, I haven't even seen the clip. There's a difference. If this is a complicated, crazy looking Gary V clip, or if this is like a simple <laughs> thing with captions and it's a Zoom recording, very different amount of work that I'm committing to. So if I haven't seen that and I just threw my stuff out there, now I'm the person that's at fault when I'm like, oh, I'm doing this for no money and nobody's paying me. It's like I should have waited and been like, okay, what are the questions I need to ask for my situation? It's how quickly do you need this turned around? Speed affects your pricing, right? Mm. If you need it in one day, I'm going to charge you differently than if you need it in five. Um, number two, what are the things you actually want done to this clip? So for me, that's like understanding what does it consist of? Do you want crazy effects? Like if somebody describes detailed stuff also, it shows this is a certain type of client who's been doing this a while, right? And then, um, you know, three, any samples. So what, tell me, you know, what you like or don't like. And if you mm. ask that type of question, you see a direct representation of something that could easily be avoided. You could save so much time by just avoiding what they said they don't like. So th similarly, in the co 
you know, fitness coaching or online coaching world, you're going to be asking similar questions that immediately give you data to further the next question mm. and or to give an answer. And, and the more you have some of these back and forths, it's easier to be like, oh, I actually have a couple ways that you can, you know, um, I like maybe it's the uh, kitchen um you know, uh, clean out thingy, or it's, it's something related to solving the food prep problem since we're rolling with that already. If you've built up that problem enough and this person is actually like, it's back on top of mind that like, you know what? It is so annoying. Like I hate getting home at the end of the day. Uh, like basically it's not on top of mind for me to think how big of a problem this is until you ask me the question. Um, what time do you, what times do you typically like to eat. And then I might think to myself, Oh man, I eat so late or wow, I don't eat at all. Or I only eat, yeah. you know, two times a day or whatever it is. It's it, now the problem is in my head. Right. So basically if you can do that, it, the friction to being like, Hey, I have some more solutions. It'd be a lot easier to kind of, uh, talk this out. I'd love to hear more about your situation so I can tailor it as well. Would you want to hop on a quick strategy call tomorrow or the day Perfect. after? Yeah. That friction is so much easier than starting with, hey, I'm Mizba and I've been an online coach for this long and I can help you lose 20 pounds in this much time. It's like mm -hmm. you automatically feel a little bit off about that, right? So how do you figure out the, the beautiful thing with social media is you can very quickly figure out an in. People share books they like. People share, you know, uh, other pieces of content they like. They share stuff on stories, yeah. even if they don't post on their grid. So how do you utilize that data that is already available to you um, to ask good questions that honestly makes everybody's lives easier, both them, because they're getting to kind of figure out, do they want to, solution to this and if so what kind uh, yeah and for you it allows you to be like is this something i can deal with it allows you to get clear uh and avoid key. problems later on you mm -hmm. know because you can oversell it think about it like this i've also done this personally which is why i can speak to this in the pitch you can say and over promise too much you're like mm -hmm. oh, i can do this for you no problem to like yeah and you did it to get the yes, but you can't really maybe realistically deliver on that. So your expectations are off. And even though you got the sale, it's not worth it to have that sale. So when you're starting out with this and sending out uh, cold messages of any format, even if it's asking questions, one of the things that you're going to need to do is repetition, right? And mm -hmm. repetition is good because it builds confidence, but too much bad repetition can be tough because it can destroy your confidence and it can paralyze you and you won't want to send those messages and you won't move forward because you're never going to discover the yeses. And so how do you set up this scenario so that the repetitions you have to do are already somewhat narrowed down for success? Because we have limited time, right? Like we don't have mm -hmm. all day to send out these cold messages, even if we intend to. Like there are times where me, I'm like, dude, I'm going to send out 2000 messages tomorrow. I'm going to dedicate my whole day to this. Right. And then you get to your day, you're like, oh my gosh, I have this many other things to do. I only have 15 minutes realistically to send this out. So if you'll have, if you have an hour or 15 minutes, like you don't want to waste that. And if you land the wrong gig, the wrong person, like you've just multiplied how much time you're wasting. So how do you narrow down the game? to where everybody you interact with or you're starting to 
is beginning to be kind of a qualified uh, customer for you. And so I think we uh, talked about some questions that you can use to uh, basically build rapport with the person. Think about it like this, like there's going to be, it's never going to feel perfectly not awkward until they just straight up ask you like, Hey, I'm interested in your services. I saw your thing here. Like, yeah, that's easy. like that feels really good. Right. When you get that, that's easy, mm-hmm. but it's never going to actually feel that way from scratch because it's kind of like this. It's like a first date where there's no easy way to open up that conversation in your dating app. There's no easy way to walk up to at the bar and ask a person out. There's no, there's no yeah. non cringy way to open it. We all know what you're doing and what's happening. So how do you make that at least like tolerable or bearable? And the way you do that is by um, making sure that even if you get one response to a question, it's valuable data. So how do you make it so that like, hey, I'm Ms. Bahak, I'm a new coach, I'm doing some research, I'm not trying to sell you anything, just doing some research on uh, how people use online coaching. Um, And then you ask your question and then make it very easy to say yes or no. So you're like, the question I might ask is like, you know, um, have you ever considered online coaching for your fitness or what do you like to do uh, for your fitness? Okay. That's an easy, non-threatening. I'm not leading you into a sales pitch or anything. It's like, and then you list some options. You're like one, Mm -hmm. you know, playing golf or some light activity to make it descriptive, put some effort in where you're like, Mm -hmm. I'm not just dumping this question on you. I'm giving you some options here. And then boom, now you got a person who's like B, right? And it's like, okay, it's a short answer, but now you have something to go off of. Oh, cool. You like golf? Like how long have you been playing it? Uh, Do you do like to do anything to supplement that? Do you have any injuries, right? It opens up the door to some other questions based on that response. So, um, and it also gives you data, which is like, oh, this person doesn't do anything right now or hey this person plays golf right. they might be a little active or you might approach the sales pitch a little differently so if you really think about it like this your job is to just have the first question figured out what's the one question mm. what's your opener if you can have that icebreaker kind of figured out and it helps you solve like get some data to an actual problem and i would say it's valuable even if they're just describing the problem to you because their language is valuable the way they're describing it like how Mm -hmm. are they describing the issue of not having time to work out and what it's like to work with an online coach that's so valuable for you that you need to like like really write that down when you hear it so ask a question that helps elicit that type of a response Mm -hmm. and you've already won even if that person trails off and doesn't respond to the next question um now uh I would say like there's a lot more to it than just that first question of course um we have a script that we've written out blake and i have put together based on Mm -hmm. our personal experiences with both getting pitched and sending pitches like i mentioned the first two years of my new business was purely off of cold messaging very few like one or two of those were like pure you know through inbound like instagram or something like that everything else i had to go get and it was through strange convincing strangers and so we dissected what made some of that work what's still making that work up to a couple days ago and um Mm -hmm. we put that into kind of a downloadable script that you can check out and kind of use for yourself so um that is available 
at trainerslabpod.com and mm-hmm. um, download it and uh, open up a dialogue with us. We'd love to hear if it's useful for you. We'd love to review your pitch. So if you plug and play your stuff and you want us to take a look at it, send it right over, reply to hi at trainerslabpod.com and we will take care of you. Um, anything else on this, Blake, before we kind of sign off? No, uh, I was just going to refer people over to our website too. Check out that script. It's really, really helpful. Uh, it gets a lot more detailed and it will save you a lot of mistakes that we've made in the past that you don't need to make, right? Uh, one of the things we kept saying over and over in here is that people can go online. This is just coming to my mind. People can go online, whether it's for us trying to get, you know, coaching and figuring out some of this sales stuff and systems and all that. You can figure out all this on your own. Remote coaches can figure out everything on their own. Uh, your clients can figure out nutrition on their own, but people don't want to. They don't want, that's why people go to restaurants. They don't want to cook their own food, right? They want someone else to do it for them. And so uh, you are a convenience and our business is a convenience so that you don't have to keep making the same mistakes or having the hard challenges of having to figure it out. Like just make this, this one thing not as hard as it has to be. So let us help you. Head over to the website, check it out, and uh, it's free. And we'd love to uh, get some feedback from you guys and see how it goes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, or even tap the link in the description. We should have it uh, linked up there. And if you use it, this is something we made that you know we wanted to make something that's the most uh, implementable that you can implement right mm-hmm. away, and it's actually reducing the most friction. So what we need you to do now that you've absorbed this episode is try some of this and actually start creating conversations or opportunities for those conversations and crafting your questions. And to make it even easier so you're not doing it from scratch, because I know how daunting it can be to write scripts from scratch, um, Blake and I have put together these starters that uh, are, are, are pretty good to go, um, even if you use it as is. So um, again, go ahead, check that out trainerslabpod.com if you have any questions hit us up at hi at trainerslabpod.com but thanks so much for hanging out with us today and we will talk to you next time see you guys